Open your Bible, please, to Matthew chapters 18 and 19. Chapters 18 and 19. Matthew chapters 18 and 19. May we pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reality of the faith in Christ, that that faith is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. And the word of God testifies to that wonderful Savior who has changed our lives and has set a path from earth to heaven. Have thy way as we talk about the word today in Jesus' name. Amen. 34 years ago today, there was a young man in our service, a young teenager, who had just given his heart to Christ. He did not know, nor did the rest of us know, that that would be his last worship service with us. The next week, Roger Kennedy drowned over at Nolan Lake. It forever changed Miss Lucy and Brother Lee and Robbie. And all these years, we've remembered. When that occurred, Lee Kennedy gave me this Bible, a picture of Roger in the front of it, and an inscription in memory of Roger Kennedy. And as I thought about that, and I thought about our kids' crusade this week, the Lord impressed me to speak on the subject, suffer the children to come to me. If you look in your scripture at Matthew 19, the passage that Brother Eric so beautifully read a little while ago, in verses 13 and 14, then were brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, forbid them not to come to me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. And in Matthew 18, beginning with verse 1, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same as greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. I want to present you this morning seven reasons why we need to reach children. Seven reasons why our ministry to children is not in vain. In 1972, we opened the children's wing over here. And Carol Peacher sang in this service, open the gates of the temple and let the children in. And that wing was dedicated to our children. 
During that time, we started a kindergarten in the day school, later first, second, third grade, and so on. Today we have all the grades through the 12th grade. Thanking the Lord that God has used this building, not just on Sunday and Wednesday, but all the week long. This is one of the most traveled buildings in Bowling Green. And you can tell it if you look at the carpet out there, and we need a new carpet. And I hope God will lay it on the hearts of some of our people to give that that carpet might be replaced. Well, all through the years, we've had vacation Bible school. We used to have two-week Bible schools. As a matter of fact, there were a few times in the years gone by when we've had three-week Bible schools. And our adults came at the end of the third week with their tongue hanging out and saying, we can't do it any longer. I'm such a glutton for punishment, I'd have gone on for a month. Bible schools are wonderful. Well, recently we've streamlined that a little bit. I'm not sure the kids learn as much, but we have a kids' crusade, and that starts tonight. Brother Ed Snyder will be with us, and Brother Andy Lyons will be featured as Bible man. You won't want to miss that. And this is a special revival for kids. Now, kids of all ages, if you're very old and noise hurts your ears, bring some cotton. Put it in your ears and come on anyway. We're going to have a great time tonight. There'll be puppets and there'll be Bible stories and there'll be skits. I think one year somebody rode their motorcycle down the aisle uh, in a skit. Now, you never can tell what's going to happen in the kids' crusade. So you have to come. Don't let somebody say, did you know what happened over at Glendale the other night? You just come and see, and then you can talk about it. We'll have a good time. But all of this is to capture the attention of kids. And somebody says, well, you ought not to do that. That's what some of the disciples said. Do you notice that scripture said in chapter 19, they were brought to him little children, little children. And some of the disciples rebuked those parents and said, the master doesn't have time for those kids. He's busy with other people. And Jesus turned and rebuked them. And he said, suffer the children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. There are seven reasons why we need to reach children. Number one, God told us to. I can't think of a better reason, can you? In Ecclesiastes chapter 12, beginning in verse 1, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. And in Matthew 19, 13, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus told us to reach the little children. Number two, God blesses the church that blesses and reaches the children. Reached children reach others. I want to ask Rebecca Joy to come up here a minute. Will you do that? Come up here, Rebecca Joy. You can help me preach. 
Now, we don't believe in women preachers, but this is all right for this little girl. Is Jackie here this morning? Where is Jackie? In here? In the, she ought not to be in there. She ought to be in here, I, I tell you. I like for kids to be in church. Now, Rebecca Joy, you gave your heart to Jesus, didn't you? How old were you then? Eight. You were eight. Did you know what you were doing? Mm-hmm. Did Jesus really come into your heart? Yes, sir. You believe he saved you? Yes, sir. How long is he going to keep you saved? Forever. Forever. And you know, I've noticed you come several times in the invitation to pray for other people because God puts that on your heart, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Eight years old, and she came to Jesus. Thank you, Rebecca, for helping me. Now, the other day, Jackie came. How old is Jackie? She's five years old. And Jackie, that little blonde-headed, beautiful little girl that you all know, she came and she said, I've given my heart to Jesus and I'm ready to be baptized. And I checked with her mother and daddy. They had talked with her. She knew what she was doing. She had given her heart to Jesus. Now, we baptized her the other day. And do you know what happened later? Her whole family came last Sunday night, moved their letter here, and they're part of our fellowship now. Now, a little child shall lead them. I'm telling you, when you reach a little child, you reach a lot of other people. There's a family in our church this morning. They're members, faithful members. They're here all the time. I went to visit them down in Franklin. They said, we like Mrs. Linker. Can you hear me, Ms. Linker? Can you hear me? Puncher. You can hear me. Say yes or no. All right, good. She said, they said, we like Mrs. Linker. And we like the daycare. And we like the children in the daycare. Wasn't very long until they moved their letter here. Became active members of our church. You reach little children and you reach a lot of other people. So it's God's direction and God's will for us to do what God said in bringing the little children to Jesus. When children... spirit of revival. Where there are no children, a church soon dies. And when children get saved, it changes their whole perspective. Thank God that God has given us an assignment to reach children. Number three, children have a soul that can be awakened and they know what they're doing. Who knows what the age of accountability is? I don't know. I've talked, we've seen little kids come to get saved and I go to their homes and some old dad said, I don't think he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Spitting out his tobacco over there. I said, well, when will you say, I'm not saved. Well, how do you know they don't know what they're doing? I don't know what they're doing, too young. Now, let me ask you something. Do you go to a plumber to get your tooth pulled? Or do you go to a dentist who practices and knows what he's doing? When you're trying to find out whether a child is spiritually alert, do you go to some guy that doesn't know anything about spiritual things at all? Or do you go to somebody that's dealt with the Scripture and tried to find out what the Bible teaches? 
I'm telling you today, Jesus said, suffer the little children to come to me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And every time a little child walks down this aisle, it disarms me. And I feel like weeping inside because I don't know how to deal with a little child. I have no idea whether they understand or not, but God puts it in their heart. When little Jackie came five years old, I said, Jackie, do you believe you've ever sinned? Yes. Do you know what sin is? It's doing things wrong. I said, how did you get saved? He said, I, I asked Jesus to come in to forgive my sins and save me. That's what an adult has to do. That's what a big man, a little, a big woman, little woman, little man has to do. There's no age limit on salvation. The scripture says, now is the accepted time, today is the day of salvation. Children have a soul. Many adults read their own doubts into their children. You know, if I, I, don't, I know Charlie Bartman pretty well. He's over here somewhere, he's our deacon of the week. He has cows. Wake up, Charlie, over there. He has cows. Now, Charlie, you wouldn't take your cow to one of the physicians in town if you were sick, would you? You'd take them to a veterinarian, all right? You don't take sick spiritual children who are unsaved to a mother and daddy who knows nothing about their spiritual life and say, do you think this child knows what he's doing? Well, they say, no, he doesn't know what he's doing. Years ago, a precious girl walked down the aisle in our church. And I, I witnessed with her and she was giving her heart to Christ. But she, she seemed very sincere. When we closed the service and I got ready to present them, I noticed she wasn't there. And one of our men said, well, her father was in the back of the service and he motioned to her and they got up and left. I went to see them at home and the father said, my little girl was too young to know what she was doing, and I got her out of there. She can't come back. I visited him a few times through the years. One Sunday morning, a number of years ago, right here in this auditorium, a beautiful college girl walked down the aisle. She said, you don't know who I am, do you? I said, no, I don't know who you are. She said, she gave me her name. She said, I'm that little girl whose daddy took her out because he said she was too young to know what she was doing. She said, I was saved that day and I've come now to be baptized because my daddy says it's okay now. Now you think of that. Moms and dads, don't keep children from the Lord. Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of heaven. I think of Sammy Newsom. Most of you remember Sammy. Some of you do. Sammy had a wonderful mother and daddy. His name was Johnny Newsom. They're in heaven now, Johnny and Ruth. And Sammy, six years old, came down the aisle one Sunday morning, giving her heart to Christ. Her daddy was a very thoughtful man, faithful man, loved God, but he genuinely thought she was too young. 
So he came and stood with her and he said, no, I don't think Sammy knows what she's doing. And he left, he was a salesman, had to go out on the road. That afternoon from down near Knoxville, he called me on the phone, he said, I'm on Highway 40 and the Lord's been dealing with my heart. He said, I told Sammy she was too young. I want you to go and talk to her. And if you think she knows what she's doing, you tell her daddy says it's okay. I went and talked to her and her mother and Sammy came that night, professed her faith in Christ, later was baptized. Today, she's a preacher's wife down in Bristol, Tennessee, all those years living for Christ. Oh, listen, little children are souls for whom Christ died and we dare not stand in their way. Suffer the little children to come to me and forbid them not. Do you know, as children grow older, their knowledge of sin becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and their heart gets harder. In the United States, the peak of illegitimate birth is age 14, 14. That means they got in trouble when they were 13. At Easter time, we tell the little kids about Easter Bunny. You can believe in the Easter Bunny. At Christmas, we tell them all about Santa Claus. Believe in Santa Claus. When that same little child wants to come to Jesus, we say, no, no, you don't know what you're doing. What hypocrisy. In 1 Samuel 3, listen to this. I love the story of Samuel. The child Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. Samuel was seven years old. And God began to tell him tremendous truths. And Samuel became the great priest and the prophet in Israel. You think of all these things. Fourthly, when age comes, the level of sin grows deeper and deeper in our lives. There's pleasure in sin. At ages 13, 14, 15, sin is making its bid. This is why we cannot win some to the Lord. I think of Lee Oswald. He attended a church in Dallas. He was sort of honorary. Science school teacher said, we can't take care of him any longer. We don't want him to come back. He left that church. And later they say he shot President Kennedy. Listen, we bring bus kids to our church. This is one of the assignments God has given us. They don't know whether to run in church or not run. They don't know that. They run everywhere else. We have to train them. We have to teach them how to behave in the house of God. We don't teach them, you brat, we don't do that. We just love them. 
and say, no, you don't run in church. You just do this and then correct them again. How many of you had to correct your children that come to church all the time? See, we have to do that. And we have to train them. Train them up in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. Bring the children to Jesus. Then, fifthly, when they're older, pride sets in. Children come to Jesus just as they are, some crying, some smiling, some somber. With adults, sometimes there's too much pride. Then sixthly, because children and youth do not hold grudges, children may scrap and fight. Five minutes later, they love each other. You let adults scrap and fight, and 10 years later, they're still mad at each other. So we need to reach children when they're reachable. Bring a child to the Lord. You never know who you're going to get. And then many who have been most greatly used of God were saved at an early age. In 2 Timothy 3.15, Paul brags on Eunice and Lois because they reared Timothy in the nurture of the Lord in the Jewish faith. In 1 Samuel 3, Samuel came to know the Lord when he was seven years old. In 2 Chronicles 34, Josiah came to know the Lord when he was eight years old. The average age of people that God has used greatly has been young. W.O. Vaught was saved when he was five years old. My nephew Singh was saved when he was five years old. He's pastor of First Baptist Church in Martin, Tennessee. Dr. Finley F. Gibson was saved when he was 14. He was my pastor. Spurgeon was saved when he was 14. Billy Graham was saved when he was 15. Dr. Clyde Gordon was saved when he was five. Carol Peacher was saved when she was five. Now, I know people can be saved when they're older. Lee Kendi was saved in his 30s. Some of you could stand and say, well, I was saved as an adult. Praise God. What I'm saying this morning is Jesus said, suffer the children to come to me. Forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. That's the reason for the kids' crusade. That's the reason our bus pastors go out and weep over the erring ones and lift up the fallen and tell them over and over again, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you. And we see brands plucked from the burning, precious kids. I think of one of the greatest examples, the whole Gifford family were reached through our bus ministry. Ron Chilton was our bus director at that time, one of our deacons. And you know, I, I, I don't like this. I don't even like to say it. Some wisecracking guy said when Ron Chilton was elected a deacon, he only was elected because the bus kids voted for him. What a tragedy for anybody to say a thing like that. God forgive them. Anyway, Ron was out on a bus route, bus route six. And he saw some boys out playing basketball and went over and invited them to get on the bus the next day and come. And Jim and Bill and Jerry and David and Margaret 
got on the bus and started coming. Today, Jim is pastor at New Gasper. Jerry is pastor at Calvary. David is pastor at, uh, up in Kentucky. I'm gonna tell you, God starts young. Bring the kids, bring them to Jesus. Any age, bring them all. And those of you who work with little kids, God bless you. Keep on keeping on. Love them, bring them, pray for them, teach them, win them. And when you see them making a mistake, put your arm around them and say, we love you over here. We love you. We want to help you through this. Suffer the little children to come to me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of heaven. May we pray together. Our Father, we thank you that Jesus told us to go out and bring the children and not forbid them, but to bring them. We also know that it's your will for us to bring any age, old and young, middle-aged, bring them to Jesus. God, put on our hearts a love for these precious ones whatever age they are, and bring them to you. We pray that this week we'll go out and find young people and little kids and get them under the Word of God, and that in the service tonight and all through the week, little children will come to know God personally through Jesus Christ. We pray in His name. Amen. Let's stand, please.